Morning, morning, and welcome. Let me just turn up this. It's Britney Sandy Ford. Welcome to GFS Talk. My name is Kurt AKD TLSG. Today I'll be joined by Terence Haynes and we'll be talking about swimming and aquasize and the benefits of both of those activities. So while I wait for Terence to land, good morning to, well, good night. Good night to Taichi, Shane Rose, Giovanna. I see vibrations has landed. Terence Haynes, positive vibrations. <clears throat> so as soon as he sends the request, I will accept and we will get this show absolutely on the road. KC Fitness, I hope I pronounced it, pronounce that right. View. Saints. Crystal. Nicole. Terrence, you should be in a three, two, one, and that countdown has never failed me yet. Good night, <laughs> good morning. Yeah, you gotta say good night. Was, this morning was good night. I know it's good night again. <laughs> I know it's good night part two. <laughs> yeah, man, they cool. How you doing, man? Why are you trying with all this ash, boy? It's it's ain't crazy, boy. And you you're in the north. Yeah, we got it real bad out here, man. So wow, if you hear me, so... you hear me clear my throat, you know. Yeah. And I I hope that you had some uh, some histole or something so that it would it would help you. Actually, I'm looking, I'm looking for some solvent to take just now to clear up that airways beef. But it's, it's real bad on her for real. So I can only imagine what the people in St. Vincent, um, people in St. Vincent going through. So talk yeah, and prayers to them. Definitely. Must definitely yeah. spirit talk for them. And um, I wish them the absolute best. Yeah. So Terrence, um, I also wish you the best because as they know, the, the North had it pretty hard throughout the entire day. And yeah. uh, we have no idea how long this will last, so let's, you know, let's, take care of yourself. Let's hope it only lasts till tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's true. I, I didn't know you're a man that always in the ocean, so hopefully, yeah. you know, you could get a break and you could, you could rejoin um, that life spear fishing and again, you're swimming in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So today we want to talk about the benefits of swimming and aquasize. Uh, Terence is a, a former Olympian. He having represented Barbados in competitive swimming. Um, he's coming here to share his knowledge um, as a former Olympian, a professional swimmer, as well as a swim coach. In fact, Terence coached me a little bit, Terence and his sister, to get my, my swimming skills up. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to finish the full course, but you know what? I can be back to Terence. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the main thing is to start and you get idea. And once you start back to it, it's like riding a bicycle, right? You might be a little rusty, but you, you don't really lose it. You start back where you're very stuck. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, for me, it was a mental challenge, but, but thankfully, you and Tamara got me over that. I know I feel a lot more comfortable in the water. Mm -hmm. I can actually move more in the water, though, so I got to thank you for that. That's good. That's good. That's good to know that, man. That's good to hear. Yeah, man. So tell me a little bit about yourself there, Terrence. I just did a, a slight introduction, but of course, I would like you to, to tell me a little bit more about yourself and your introduction into swimming. Yeah, yeah. So thank, thanks for having me again, Gomez. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, sir. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so going way back to, I think it was um, four or five when we started swimming, me and my sister, uh, we started just from a safety standpoint um mm -hmm. because at the time my dad he had run some water sports for a number of the hotels on the west coast <clears throat> and 
of course, summertime, you'll always be on the beach or, you know, on the boat or whatever. So from from a safety standpoint, he had introduced us to swimming. At that time, when we first started, it was no aquatic center. There was, um, we learned at Ross Trevor Hotel. <clears throat> okay. And, um, but, you know, both me and my sister took to it. Um, I love the water and, you know, me being a competitive person, I, I, I stuck to the sport and, and just the rest is history. But I've continued mm -hmm. to, 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 to swim competitively and represented Barbados the first time. I was, um, I was about to do 11 plus. And I remember my parents had a conversation of whether I should go to Carifta in Trinidad or stay and study for 11 plus. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, after the debate, it was like, well, he's responsible enough that it sent him to Trinidad to go and compete. And, you know, and, 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 and it worked out. So I swam well. Made my first Carifta and swam well, and then still did well on the on the common entrance, you know. So, so that, yeah, that so very sweet. yeah, very fond memories of swimming. Of of course, then I took it into Harrison College and you know represented his school um, and also the island um, at some some meets, you know, CAC, some regional meets, CAC, um, then international meets as well, Commonwealth Games, and as you have mentioned, the Olympics in um, in two thousand and four and two thousand and eight. So. For me, swimming really opened up some doors um, mm -hmm. and opened up, you know, just opportunities for me to be able to travel and meet people. Uh, so very grateful to my parents for, for that for that experience, you know. Well, uh, that's, that's good. Now, you touch on some important points there in terms of the opening of the doors. But before yeah. it, uh, we elaborate on that aspect, when you were preparing for 11 plus and, you know, the, the debate was ongoing, mm -hmm. um, Mm. You personally, I'm assuming that you were in the camp that you wanted to 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 go to the meet and, and represent us. Yeah, for sure, man. To get you know, you want to get out, get out the country, and you know, go with your friends and thing, and you know, experience experience new new things and see new places and stuff. Um, before that point, I think the only place I had traveled to was, um, I think I'd gone to New York, so I hadn't really traveled mm -hmm. traveled much up until that point. Um, so okay. I was I was all for it, you know. So uh, how, how you managed to mix the, the two responsibilities insofar as studying and the physical attribute attributes um, involved? Because mm -hmm. I know you would have had to be training pretty hard, getting up in the morning, early o'clock training, and perhaps in the evening as well. Yeah. I think part of it was um, was the influence from my parents in terms of being you know, dis dis disciplinarians. I would say mm -hmm. mostly, my, mostly my dad. Um, but my parents are very smart. They... Um, I guess we realized at an early age, I was very goal oriented. So there was okay. that certain task and say, well, if you compete and make this time, you will get Chefet. Uh, <laughs> right? The reward system. The reward system, <laughs> the reward system definitely worked. But it worked for me. So, uh, right, right. so that kind of helped keep me on course, both both in school and, and also um, in the pool as well. So. Okay. So, so you would have been you would have been swimming competitively and, and training all that time through secondary school. Because I remember that you had you know you would have been talking about playing in a lot of time training before coming school and that kind of thing. That that continued to be pretty simple through that time as well. Yeah, I think initially it was it was difficult, but it's like anything, right? That like you get into a routine, it becomes automatic, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, waking up at four thirty, <laughs> um, driving to the pool when it's pitch black. Jumping in a cold pool at 5.30, center for an hour and a half to two hours, then getting ready at the pool to go to school. Um, going to school, spend the whole day at school, 
and come back to the pool, train, and go home, do homework, and then it's time to do it all over again, go to bed and, and repeat, you know, rinse and repeat. So, so your time management had to be first class. Yeah, it kept, it kept me out of trouble, though, so I'm happy that. <laughs> <laughs> happy that so it went that way. Yeah. Okay, so we say, we say the benefits of time management and discipline um, yeah. coming in. So, so you were involved from age, age five. Can you tell me about the, the, physical, the physical attributes that you would have realized from getting involved from quite early? And, and when I say that, I don't, I don't just mean in terms of strength, but I also mean in terms of perhaps your ability to breathe better, clearer, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Well, I think from, from a, a pretty early age, um, what I realized is that the cardiovascular benefits first, um, just being able to, to then do transfer that to other sports. So, mm -hmm. I mean, the other sports I did too, um, when I was at Wesley Hall, into going into Harrison College was cross-country, cross-country running. I wasn't the best cross-country runner, but, I mean, without training, my, my only training was, was, was swimming, and then I would be able to really? run, you know, run a, run a 5K, run a, you know, a mile pretty comfortably without, without training that other, the other persons would have put in. So, for me, that was the biggest, I guess, um, thing that I noticed in terms of, the change, the change in my body, um, mm. and then, and then, also in terms of energy levels, like I just see into. I mean, young children in, in general have a lot of energy, but I, I found out I, <laughs> it was it was hard to it was hard to stay still sometimes. You know? <laughs> uh, so definitely in terms of energy levels as well, I, I noticed a, a definite benefit. Um, That's true. And then just being comfortable in water, right? Like going to the beach and feeling feeling confident and. You know, you know, try and dive in and try and surf in and try and all these other sports in the water. So um, mm -hmm. then open, opening the door to other water activities, you know, the, my level of comfort was a lot, a lot higher as well. Um, yes, so, yes. Yeah. And, I, and I know that you, you're the man that love piece of diving. In fact, yeah. every now and then you'll see some photos coming up with you with a massive fish probably yeah. taller than I am that you've <laughs> caught <laughs> from yeah. spearfishing. Yeah. Uh, how, how, how much do you really enjoy spear fishing, Terrence? It's nice, man. I, um, I mean, I, I love swimming, but I would say, like, my passion, I, as you get older, you know, too, you, 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 you grow and you develop. And I think um, diving is definitely one of my passions. And the experience, I mean, it's real hard to put into words unless you experience yourself. But I, I compare it to, to yoga in terms of being having to be in a relaxed and zen state. I, I suck at yoga, by the way. Um, <laughs> shout out to Danielle. I think she was on, on the post. She's my yoga instructor. But mm. um, but no, it's very similar to yoga in terms of uh, being in a relaxed, calm state of mind and being able to slow your heart rate down and control your thoughts. And um, almost, it sounds, it sounds cliche, but, you know, be, becoming one with the water, right? Mm -hmm. So... It's a nice, a nice therapeutic, ther therapeutic experience. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. So the 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 attributes that I mentioned earlier, and I touched on strength. You know, mm. I know from training with you, uh, from Argonauts days. And by the way, this feels real nostalgic right now, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> from Argonauts to four or six days, and uh, from training with you in the gym up north as well. That um, you got a certain degree of strength, you know. Yeah. Um, you can you can tell me a little bit about how you developed that strength as you went along in terms of you preparing to train, 
um, preparing for the tournaments such as the CAC and the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so swimming, swimming is um, one of the only sports that you got full, full, full body workout. You wear every single muscle group. Um, so from a, it's a considered a complex movement, right? Mm -hmm. um, so to, to just to be able to do it, like you have so much muscles firing at the same time and they have to be in sync. Um, so mm -hmm. in terms of um, your coordination and balance and overall um, dexterity, um, swimming, swimming does a lot for that. And then obviously you've seen, you know, you've seen swimmers, upper body strength becomes really, really strong because you're pulling yourself through the water, right? Um, yeah. And you're doing this for hours at a time. So, you know, I, I find myself being able to, to knock out, you know, 40, 50 pull-ups, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty easy. But then that translates into any other physical activity you do as well, right? Um, mm -hmm. So, so definitely, you know, it's good for overall toning while still mm. still remaining um, low impact. Well, no impact really, right? So you don't have like, yeah, um, yeah. it's not it's not loading on the joints um, or anything. So, um, and then flexibility too, because in the water, you, you know, you're stretching as well. Um, at the end of every stroke, you're reaching. And um, swimmers tend to be a little bit more fluid if you look at their body composition, you know, versus mm. like, let's say like a, a gymnast, which is, you know, they take a lot of impact. So they tend to look a little, stocky and you know built but swimmers tend to look a little bit more fluid right but, right. Um, but yeah i started in, in conjunction with swimming i started in the weight room a pretty early age too i started maybe um at 14 15 doing some you know basic basic um basic movements um shout out shout out to, to jc mirrors in the chat as well you see her yeah 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 <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so so basic, so basic strength movements. I started with um, so you know put the same pull ups, um, dips, you know body squats, that kind of stuff. And then as you know, you get older, then you would actually add um, plates because at the time there was a whole. I don't know if it's still uh, controversial, but you know, with coaches saying you shouldn't start weights like weight training uh, at too too early age if you're still growing and so on. So it's still controversial. It's still controversial, exactly. So I didn't, I didn't start lifting weights weights till about, you know, 15, 16, um, that kind of age. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, man. Okay. And then just progress from there. Start with the basics and then moving along. And then just add, um, add correct. So there were a couple other persons that, that had given you a show in here. Um, as Johnny was saying, <laughs> when, when it was mentioning about strength, the master doesn't understatement because you're the beast. Um, Sarita, Sarita had had heal you up. Um, Danielle as well had responded to the heal. Um, Lea, that's Labelle two four six as well. Yeah, shout out to Nikita. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, sorry to hear that, Melissa, about almost almost droning, but thankfully you are still here with us. Yeah, man. So. You spoke about the training there. How I really want I really want to pose this question. How grueling is training at the highest level? Uh, so in terms in terms in terms of hours, uh, so mm. my my greatest training efforts were probably um last year last year at Hartson College into into um into university. Um and at that point you're doing um and, and for me I was a sprinter, so I did the shortest distance. So 
what I tell you now is at the low end of the amount that you should do as a swimmer. So the distance swimmers and middle distance swimmers will do a lot more. But, right. um, you know, I will put in about 6K a session, 6 kilometers a session of swimming. Um, mm. And then we will have to do anywhere from 8, eight to 10 sessions a week. Um, so at 10 sessions a week, that's, that's 60 kilometers <laughs> in a week that you're, that you're clocking, right, at, at its peak. And then that doesn't, that doesn't include... Um, you know, that, that doesn't include the stretching and then obviously the strength and conditioning as well. Um, so the strength and conditioning aspect, you know, lots of um, explosive stuff in the gym, like power, power movements and so on. Um, mm -hmm. So you add an extra, extra hour a day on top of that. So when you add it all up, like you're doing 40 plus hours a week of, of exercise specific training for, for swimming. Which is you got a second job. It's a full time. It's a full time job. It's a full. It is mm -hmm. a full time job, man. And then if you want to bring nutrition into it as well, and then like food prep and meal prep, that's even even more time, you know. Um, well, that's actually my yeah. next question, though, because because we saw we would have seen information coming about coming out about Michael Phelps, you know, the information about Michael Phelps there and that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. Like, how much food did you have to guzzle through that time? Yeah, man. Like, I mean, they've done some studies. Um, in the U.S. and you know, swimmer, swimming is one of the sports. Swimming, swimming, and ultra ultra running are two of the sports that the athletes tend to be always at a caloric deficit. So no matter mm -hmm. what you do, you still you you burning more than you really consuming. So you got to make a concerted effort to to really put down those calories. And you know, you would have seen stuff with Michael Phelps at that at that level. It's not when you're training. It's not as critical what you eat um, as in competition. So in terms right. of just getting the calories, whether it's, you know, whole foods or, or not, it's just getting, at that point, it's just getting those calories. So to give you a, a give an idea that like you could burn through um, a standard workout, you can burn through 2,000 calories in a workout, which is the recommend, that's the RDA for the whole day for a normal person, right? So you can- right. You can you can go through those calories in one in one in one session. So um So you were you were having an intake possibly around four to five thousand calories a day? Yeah, easily. And then if you want to then put on additional muscle then is on is on top of that, right? So you, mm -hmm. you ask my sister, she would tell you stories where you know you'll go um you will go you'll eat a whole I've I've eaten a whole shepherd large pizza by myself and then went on to eat. A snap box. They want. They want to sit in. You know. And, but I know he's a savage. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. So it really, it really, your metabolism really becomes spiked up too. Um, right. With with the swimming as well. So. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. you always to be to be pretty easy to maintain your calorie count or levels. I should say. I found I found so because I I love I love to eat so um mm -hmm. you know for me it was it was it was a pleasure to do that all the time. <laughs> um, I, think, I think the other thing too is, is hydration. I mean, people think that uh -huh. because you're in the pool, you're surrounded by water. That you know, maybe you don't need to drink as much, but you need to drink just as much or more um, to, mm -hmm. to, keep, to keep to keep hydrated. And I think one thing that any swimmer could tell you that has done compared to swimming is that you know having the right electrolytes becomes important. It becomes mm -hmm. important because. You know, you do a two-hour session and you're not drinking. Believe you're gonna, your performance is gonna be subpar. And and not only that, you're you're gonna, you're gonna probably end up cramping up during during the workout if you don't have right. proper electrolytes. So, you know, from an early age, we were we were taking, you know, stuff like Gatorade, Powerade, um, same coconut coconut water, all those things that have a, a pretty 
solid balance of, of electrolytes just to maintain, you know, your performance. Yeah. If it's one place it won't be crapping it, is in the water. Yeah, yeah, boy. She's, <laughs> my mom, let me tell you, a couple of things to get half strength cramp. She's getting a half strength cramp on line is already crippling. Imagine getting on the water to hear you. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> grabbing, grabbing for the land rope just to stay above, just to stay above the water. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the worst cramps is, is half strength, half strength cramp. Yeah, comes from it. Well, yeah. well, it could get an idea as to the discipline that you had to utilize to maintain your performance, high performance too, at that level. And it, and it, it transcended because, you know, we working with you um, years back when we, when we used to work together. You can see the determination coming through all the time in your workouts and, and you know, through your life in general. Mm -hmm. So you can see the benefits coming through from that early involvement in swimming and, yeah. and straight through. Now, I want to touch on something that I know you are exceedingly passionate about. Now, as I mentioned before, um, wait, let me deal with this question first. What about your lactic acid in the last 10 meters? Let me touch Jeez, on that one. acid. Jeez. <laughs> oh, boy, that's hit you like a, hit you like a brick, man. Like, um, <laughs> especially the sprinters. So, obviously, with lactic acid, the more muscle mass you have, the faster the onset of lactic acid. Mm. And it becomes like a, a physical limitation. It's like you literally hitting a brick wall and the only thing you could do is just say this too shall pass <laughs> I, keep, I, keep, <laughs> I keep moving forward and that becomes and that, that then you go into a whole other realm of conditioning because it goes past the physical condition and goes into mental your mental state um mm -hmm. to be able to to compete and to, to finish a race and i actually just read i read um david goggins book i don't know you know david goggins he's the ultra ultra marathoner who is supposed to be the world's toughest man and he talks about mental okay. mental mental toughness and um and, and it's true like i mean you really have to almost like callous your mind and condition your mind to to just push past that pain barrier um for those extra 10 15 20 seconds at the end of the race because that's the difference between you know a first place or a place finish in you know in some instances mm -hmm. so um, so when you talk about high-level sports, you, you, you can't discount the the mental, the mental conditioning and the mental training as well, which becomes a big, a big part of it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right. So I want to touch on this thing that I know you're exceedingly passionate about um, as a swimming coach, and it was mentioned before that you would have coached me at Seaside Aquatics. Um, I had some coaching in the in the ocean, and you also facilitate coaching at your facility in St. Lucie. Mm -hmm. in the pool mm -hmm. um but you're one of the things that you go by very strongly is that everybody should be able to swim or at the very least be able to navigate the water yeah so where is that pretty much your mantra yeah man so we all you know we grow up, you always hear the sea has no back door and you know the parents become hyper vigilant you know around when it comes to, to, to dealing with the sea and matters of the sea you know um mm -hmm. and unfortunately the mindset is that we see the sea as this great unknown you know it's like just once you step out into the sea that's that's it you know and, no, no pun intended just no way you say we see the sea but uh no i mean like growing up and, and seeing um the, the fear that that we have and the fear that's been instilled uh, by you know past generations and it means no fault of their fault of their own i mean that's from a from a preservation standpoint from a safety standpoint but mm -hmm. i think um you know having been able to travel around the world and see 
the integration of swimming into the school curriculum and the fact that, you know, places are not even surrounded by water, fully surrounded by water. The, you know, the half, more than half the population is able to swim and from a, from a safety, from a water safety standpoint, right? And if you look, you know, uh, us here in Barbados, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a matter of practicality. I mean, you, you know, you're at the beach, people go on cruises, like at some point in time, you're going to have an experience where someone you know, or you're, you yourself, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be in the water and um, you want to be safe during that, during that, um, during that period. Um, right. And, you know, swimming, swimming was seen as a, it is an expensive sport when it comes to um, swimming in a pool um, in terms of like, you know, membership fees and equipment and gear and stuff. But at the basic level, from a safety standpoint, it doesn't take much to learn how to swim um, at a young age. And, it, you know, we're pretty passionate on having people learn at a young age. I mean, when you're young, you pick up stuff a lot faster than, than as, as you get older, right? So what we found is that <clears throat> when kids start to swim, you know, around between the three to five um, year uh, age mark, that they can pick up, they can safely be in the water, you know, not unsupervised, but, you know, loosely supervised and handle their own within, you know, three three to four months of mm -hmm. once to twice a week, right? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Get over that, that not natural fear of, of the water. Um, and once we, once you relax and you are in the process of learning to swim, then the learning is then even further accelerated, right? But adults tend to have, it takes them a little bit longer to relax in the water because that, that fear is already, <laughs> exactly, that fear is already ingrained in you, yeah. right? You know, um, so then it just becomes harder to learn and it takes a little longer. Um, so adults, I've had, but you know, when you say A, you say B, I've had adults that have learned to swim in less than a month, you know, from not having mm -hmm. swam at all, but a lot of it is correlated to how relaxed you are and um yeah how how relaxed you are in the water right so um so yeah i think it's i think it's important and I, even from a disaster standpoint i mean like the parts so of that that, is that floods you know if you in the event that you have you know a really bad a bad hurricane knock on wood that you know you could at least you could at least survive a still 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 alive you know it's true. Um, so just a, a very practical activity. Um, and I could go on and on. I mean, like, even just for, for, for working out, too. I mean, it's, a, it's a, a safe alternative for persons that have, you know, maybe weight issues. Um, mm -hmm. and want to lose weight in a, in a, without, you know, a lot of stress and strain on the joints. For older people, the same thing that may have arthritic issues. You know, the water acts to decompress. It takes some of the pressure off your joints because you have you have some sort of buoyancy as well, right? Yes. Um, so so there's a myriad of a myriad of effects that uh, benefits that uh, you know can come from from swimming. And then to mention, not to mention, exposure to other other sports as well, because to sail, to fish, to surf, to mm -hmm. row, to do all these things as a, as a basic to play water polo, to do all these basic things. You you gotta you gotta come through swimming first, right? So swimming can be the foundation and the and the and the uh, the door to to a lot of these other sports. And I mean, also too, if you if you go outside, I mean you can't go outside now, 
but you know a few days ago you go outside and you step onto the beach you see you see it's beautiful and people spend thousands of dollars every year to come uh, to experience it so why can't we do that why can't we do that as well you know so that we take it for granted that we take it for granted and yeah you know i tell people that the easiest way the, e the cheapest way the easiest and the cheapest way to travel is to put on a mask and snorkel and, and go in the sea right mm, that's a good way to look at it it's a completely different completely different world down there man mm -hmm. yeah and, that, and that's something that you offer as well right yeah, so well, when I have the time, I would um, I take I take persons out um, diving and fishing, diving and fishing as well, or, or snorkeling. Yeah. Mm. So. So, you offering a wide range of services um, around the ocean, and, and it went all the way back to to your initial introduction into swimming. Yeah, man. Yeah. You touched on something there that I I want to get into as it related to a form of exercise for persons who, you know, for example, seniors or persons who may have arthritis, persons who are pregnant as well, um, easy ways for them to, to maintain activity mm -hmm. and be gentle on their limbs. Is this something that, that you offer, you're looking to offer? Yeah, so what we've done in the past, we've had um, a couple of different programs where we offer, um, you know, swimming to special groups of persons. And... Mm -hmm. um, and combined with that would be, you know, as you said, the aquasize, like, you know, jogging in the water, um, you know, using weights in the water, that kind of thing. Um, the most, so most recently we have done a, in collaboration with, with Janelle, shout out to, to JC Mears again. Um, she has a group of seniors that, you know, she had an initiative to bring them to learn to swim. So every mm -hmm. Sunday evening we will have a group of, you know, seniors, so 60 plus. <clears throat> and these are, you know, persons that, maybe haven't swam their whole life, you know, didn't learn to swim, but are open-minded enough to, to come and learn to swim and to be active and, uh, yes. you know, partake in, in physical activity. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that you can do at your own pace. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, the air in the pool, people might say, well, I can't, I can't, I can't stand up, but there's a, there's a shallow air, which is four, four feet. So most people over four feet can, can stand up and, you know, and learn at their own pace. You know, and and when you do it, a group of people, I find is there's uh, there's a a social element as well because you know as you get older, you know people tend to they don't they don't um, socialize as much, they don't go out in public as much. True, true. I mean, so this is something that can be a, a social kind of a social bonding as well and a social experience um, for, for 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 those for people as well, right? Um, I mean, this is pre-COVID, but now with COVID. You know, things have changed. Things have changed slightly as well. So. Well, hopefully we will soon get to a stage where we can re return to a level of normalcy. And maybe slowly yeah. get in there. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to get there pretty soon. Yeah, hopefully sooner, sooner rather than later, hopefully. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Terrence, you, you actually covered um, all the major topics that I wanted to get into here today. And I, I definitely didn't want to keep you talking for too long. Because mm -hmm. as I mentioned earlier, um, the ash has been terrible up north and every now and then I hear you clearing your throat as well. Yeah man. Right? Drink a sip of drink a sip of water and I clearly short. Yeah man. But um so just in case there are any questions, I just go through this and make sure that I haven't missed anything. Oh um LaBelle had made the point that there were there was an increase in deaths in the ocean, unfortunately. Um which strengthens your point that everyone should have the ability to navigate the seas with confidence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, we lost a couple of, 
couple persons earlier this year as well <clears throat> in St. Roxy's. Mm -hmm. But um, but I mean, um, you know, yeah, learning learning to swim doesn't make you immune immune from drowning, but it definitely far you know reduces your chances. And um, I would encourage everyone who has thought about swimming but hasn't um, made the step to to really take the plunge and and, and learn is a a new skill. And again, you, you can improve improve your cardiovascular, improve your flexibility, improve your, your, your coordination, um, uh, and have fun while doing it. You know. Well, so, I, I love I love that you pointed out the the benefits there just now, and, and I I continue to commend you on your use of the puns here in terms of taking the plunge into the ocean. <laughs> keep it keep it corny. One hundred. <laughs> One hundred. <laughs> Yeah. But as mentioned, I definitely don't want to, to have you speaking for too long here tonight. Um, I wanted to get your opportunity to relax the vocals and um, clear your throat. As you, as you said, you continue to drink that water. And make sure you stay safe out there. Get that by dissolving in, sir. And um, <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll be in a stage where you could go outside and actually breathe freely soon Correct. again. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope soon. But yeah. yeah. But thanks so, for having me. I appreciate it, man. Man, I got I gotta thank you one hundred percent for you coming through because once again, as I said, um for everyone else too, um when I asked you the question, you immediately said yes. Um mm -hmm. you just had to iron out a bit and it was good to go. So I really appreciate that, Terrence, that you came and you were able to lend your expertise and your views on what what I consider a very important issue as it relates to learning to swim. I mean, I am not a, a great swimmer by any means, but thanks mm -hmm. to you, I can navigate. And they're a lot more comfortable and confident now. And I, I do believe that what you're saying is correct, that, you know, everybody should have some sort of confidence in the ocean, um, at least for safety. So, so thank you very much. I say some big ups to you coming from, coming from uh, Johnny, yeah, uh, from Louise, from Lefic to four six, I believe it's Tavel. Uh, I, mm. I believe that's Tavel. Good smile with a knock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank you very much. Thanks thank you for the questions. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I wish everybody a fantastic day. Yeah. All right, Gomez. All right. Greetings. Cheers.